Welcome back to another exciting episode of Goth Girl Hard. But before we begin with our issue coverage, we have a very special guest on the show with us who has not worked in the realm of Hack Slash Universe, but is entering it. And you can help him enter the Hack Slash Universe with his Kickstarter currently going on. Seance Room creator Ben Goldsmith talking to us very briefly about the Seance Room Volume 2 Kickstarter, which is going to have one of the issues guest star, Kathy and Vlad. Hey, I'm, well, this is great. I'm very excited. Who's the special guest going to be, though? Uh, some jackass named Ben Goldsmith. <laughs> uh, hey, guys, how are He's you? Not as great as a Ben Templesmith, who's also working on this book, too, by the way. <laughs> Isn't that wild, right? It's, I, it, it's literally dream come true, where it's in a one fell swoop. I get Ben Templesmith, who's one of my all-time favorite artists, to do interiors for an issue, uh, and I get to do a hackslash crossover. All, all, yeah, all in one. So uh, thank you guys for having me on. Uh, talk a little bit about what Seance Room is before you go into um, more detail about the uh, Kickstarter. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that way people, the Hackslash fans, can know if, if uh, it's worth the other half of the book to, yes. to check out. But what issue, yeah. by the way, also, do we know what issue Hack, that Kathy and Vlad would be appearing in? So um, we haven't figured out which order we're going to do it in yet. because So the Seance Room, each issue is a standalone. Uh-huh. Uh, as Mr. Chris knows, because he he's been with me all the way since the beginning, and um, yes, I picked it up in the first. Uh, I think I think the second issue had been out by that point. Yeah, when I, when, I got, uh, when I got onto it, and actually probably around the time actually I also met you. We, yeah, it, I feel like that's how most people. I don't think I've ever met anyone who read the book and then met me and was like, oh, I read that. And actually, oh no, 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 I take it back. I'm sorry, that did happen at Maine, the Bangor Comic Con. That the first time someone was walked by the table and saw the book and went, hey, I read that. And I was like. You I think it was one of the Rock and Shocks you were at that I met you at. Oh, my God. I miss Rock and Shock. Because then um, also, right after Rock and Shock, I remember running into you at a rinky-dinky little micro-mini-con at a VFW in um, Douglas, Massachusetts, or Uxbridge. Yeah. And you were there yeah. with your girlfriend, too. And there was a bunch of Star Wars, <laughs> a bunch of random Star Wars aliens there. <laughs> yep. I remember, remember Gamora. That? Gamora was bartending. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Oh yeah. That girl was dressed up as a sexy Gamora. <laughs> yep. Yep. That was uh, so. Yeah. The but the sales room itself. It's each issue is uh, a standalone issue. This fella Harry Vice owns a mansion inside. There are six ghosts. They're all trapped, and each one sort of represents a different subgenre of of horror. Um, and the entire thing takes place all within the issue. So someone goes in, one of the ghosts comes to life, and then a tale of psychological torment ensues. Very much like um, Twilight Zone meets Tales from the Crypt is the, the best way to describe that. Uh-huh. Yeah, so in, we have the first four issues out, and then um, I had sort of taken some time to work on some other things, um, and then people just kept asking, like, are we going to get more? Are we going to get more? And I, I guess I never thought if we were going to do more, um, but, but then I got the opportunity to do the hack slash crossover. And I think that sort of started the whole thing when, when I was like, well, like this, I mean, there's never a better time than that. Right. I mean, if you're looking for a sign, Holy moly, kick you right in the butt. And so now this Kickstarter, which uh, I'm not sure how many days we'll have left when this airs, but as of right this second, we have eight days left and we are 76% funded. So we're very, I mean, we're very close. Um, it's a, it's a 10 K ask, but the truth is, that money is all going to the artists. I don't know if the people who listen really know the ins and the outs, the details of making these things, uh, you know, reading them. That's a whole other 
side, but the making them that, I mean, it, it, oh boy, it's, it takes money. So what we're asking is we're asking 10 K just to pay the artists. Um, that's it. None of that money goes to me. None of it. Not a, not a dollar. Um, and all to the artists. So that's what we're doing. So, you know, uh, the, so the people know, and what, I don't mean to, to take over the show here. I, I just want to knock out some of the key, key points here. So please, you know, step in, mute me, whatever you need to do, whenever you need to. Um, <laughs> but the, so volume two, we have four new issues all at once. That way there's no waiting, you know, there's no time in between. We can just do bam, 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 bam. Um, the hack slash crossover uh, is incredible. So for the hack slash fans, which this is the place for them, you know, if you're listening, you are one. Um, it was always kind of interesting to me because Harry Rice, as I just said, he's a psychological fella, kind of dresses people down uh, through through the, the mental part. But Cassie is much more the physical. She takes care of problems physically. Um, and I thought it'd be interesting to see, like, well, if you put their two things together, who whose who's sort of MO would be more effective? So ultimately, you, you got a character who comes in who... Uh, they both want Cassie was chasing him, chased him into the seance room and he was meant to be in the seance room. And, and Harry kind of in a friendly competition sort of way says, well, let's, let's see whose works better. Um, and the trick about something like that, you know, in talking with Tim and everything, it is sanctioned by the way, Tim has agreed. <laughs> just thinking, I'm not just, absconding away with this great property. Oh, thank yeah. God. I was wondering, yeah. <laughs> uh, because he seems to ignore the, uh, the Twitter post and just retweets them. So. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, he's... Uh, <laughs> I'm sure he funny. would have uh, messaged me being like, what are you retweeting that I'm attacking? What, what is this? Because there was a couple things I tweeted, I sent to him. I I, te- I, um, um, I know Tim Staley. And I texted him and said, hey, did you, did you did, have you seen this before? Doesn't this look like Cassie? This has nothing to do with you, Ben. And he's like, what is that? I was just like, this, that, and the other thing. He's like, where is that out now? I'm like, yeah. He's just like, everyone's going to fucking rip it off. Yep. So there was yep. a couple things that I've messaged him that he's been like, what is that? Yeah, I guess. And it's, I'm like, that is ripping you off, apparently. He's like, I can tell. <laughs> well, it went, over, it went over my head that that would even be, I guess, the, the thought never even crossed. Because people have asked, like, oh, is this is Tim okay with that? I'm like, yeah, no, he's, we, we talked about this. So he, um, yeah. So it's, it's, it's officially sanctioned, you know, and, and Tim's read the script and we, it's all worked out. And the sort of trick about something like that, I realized is um, that you want both properties coming away, sort of smelling like roses. Yeah. And typically, you know, and typically in stories, it's tough because there's, you want some friction there. So uh, that was, Ben. I don't read sucky comic books and uh, seance room does not suck. You can quote me on that. I, that's going on the back of the next book. That should go the, from, does doesn't that feel like the best quote ever, Halloween Girl? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, Halloween Girl. I don't I'm read need sucky comic books and seance room doesn't <laughs> suck. <laughs> uh, uh, Halloween Girl, I'm going to need a, a pull quote from you as well. Having never read the book, what's your opinion of it? <laughs> um, I'm really excited. <laughs> oh, okay, I'll take that. I did, <laughs> You could you could have totally made anything you want. You could have been like the scene where they just sit down and have a waffle breakfast for five <laughs> is incredible. No, um, that'll be the next one. No, so yeah, so the the hack slash um, crossover was was great. And then Ben Templesmith, who again is one of my favorite artists, uh, even before I was making comics, he was that guy that I 
gravitated towards. Uh, he's doing one where it's it's 22 pages of uh, fucking with the reader. Like we're, we're actively trying to dissect the experience of reading a comic book. Um, not so much the art form, the physical art form, but more preempting your experience actually reading it and how we we take in that information and, and trying to um, really force you to be present uh, as much as possible without physically being there with you. Um, and gotcha. so, ben, yeah, so Ben was game for that. Um, and then the other two, I mean, the, the funny thing too is like the, that those two are great. The, the other two, one this this fella um, Drew Rausch, who does this like Be- remember the Beetlejuice cartoon? Do you guys remember that? Yes, you a little bit. I have it. I have the uh, the DVDs. You could pick up the DVDs at Walmart for a while for like twenty bucks. No, I see. Oh, I didn't even know that. Because you can't. Yeah, there's a box. It's, it's complete. It's a complete screen pack. Uh, uh, Shout pack. Shout factory box set. All Love. eighty-four episodes. The Shout Factory always has the best of the yes. like the. Or, um, I just got the entity in the mail. The... Have you ever seen that? The entity? I have not. Uh, you ever heard of this movie, Halloween? No. Okay, so it's about a. It's supposedly based on a true story. Uh, it's an '80s horror movie. It's about a woman who is raped by a ghost, and no one believes her. And I, it keeps don't... coming after her. And they made a video game tie-in from Atari. Oh God! Oh no! Oh yeah. no! Um, it was only slightly better than ET. I the the funny thing about that concept is it's it's actually it almost reminds me of like the Invisible Man, the new version, the 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 Moss, the Elizabeth Moss one. Yeah, it it sounds like that concept. You could really do a lot with like are are women seen and believed in our society and a lot of stuff. And but uh, but I'm sure it doesn't uh, handle it with with as much uh, a poem. No, the uh, the Invisible Man movie handles it a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, so, uh, the, but the Beetlejuice art style, right? I love that. And, and Drew is doing the sounds from in his style, which is that style. So we're doing one where it's, um, these kids go there for Halloween and they want it to be a scary house. But when they get there, what they realize is it's an actual, um, the, the real fears, like one girl goes and, and, and she, uh, goes through chemo in the house. Uh, another boy goes and experiences a wax figure museum of all of his future failures to be but it's like stuff like getting his divorce papers or the first time he watched his old high school football videos by himself um you know like playing with the idea of the fun of fear versus what the reality of fear is and and kind of almost and don't, and don't get me wrong obviously i'm a huge horror fan you know don't, i mean i'm not trying to knock it but just taking the piss out of the idea of this thing that we what me anyway personally i don't mean to speak for anyone else but have this love of horror because it gives me a sense of ownership over fear but at the end of the day fear is going to win every time so i you know that was kind of that and then the last one uh is alex cormick who did road of bones and sea of sorrows for idw sync for comics tribe uh crimson cage for awa the guy's incredible so i've got all these like unbelievable artists working on these four issues and i'm just stoked and, and thank you for giving me a platform to tell people about it absolutely no problem everyone go to uh kickstarter and look up and what's the full kickstarter proper name if you found if you search seance room 
Volume Two. You Sail know, Room Volume Two on Kickstarter. Go fund it to now. If uh, it's already fully funded after you're listening to this, then go to the Kickstarter. Ben will have a link up to figure out how to continue helping it along with the after whatever the post Kickstarter campaign is usually called. Yeah, and if you guys are but trust me, there's no creator on Kickstarter that still won't take your money for their project. So just just message <laughs> them. They'd be like, exactly. I want to give you money for this, but I missed the Kickstarter. Most Kickstarter people will allow you into the Kickstarter. Trust me. <laughs> that's actually pretty. That's actually pretty. If I bet you people didn't actually know that, but that's true. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, that's very yeah. true. The only the only uh, unless your Kickstarter's got like a hundred thousand followers already to it, then it's going to be a little difficult to get a hold of the creator, but most of the time it's pretty easy. It's it's so funny to think that Brian Polito, we're going to be covering Chaos Comics in the next miniseries after Resurrection's over, but Brian Polito holds the record for the highest grossing comic book Kickstarter. Yeah, that's, well, you know, let's let's beat him. (laughs) That'd be awesome. (laughs) Take his crown away from him. (laughs) Thank you, Ben. Thanks, guys. Oh, guys, seriously, I appreciate it so much. No problem. Talk to you soon, dude. I'll see you the next Bye, one. Ben. Bye, Halloween. And if you want the first four issues of the Seance Room, reach out to uh, Ben and uh, ask ben, him because okay. he will definitely, uh, you know, he can, you can definitely order from them. Or Source Point Press is the comic book company that publishes them. Okay, cool. They're really good. They're really cool. It's like it's a little bit of Doctor Strange, a little bit of Zatanna, a little bit of uh, it's it's a lot. It's a really cool mystery mm-hmm. comic. Ooh. Do you love what you hear on the podcast? Please go to buy a cup of coffee. The Radio Horror link is in the show notes or it's on top of the Twitter page. Or you can just go to buymeacupofcoffee.com backslash Radio Horror and you can help support any other podcast here on the Radio Horror Network. Donations go towards cloud service and new equipment. Thank you. Welcome back to Goth Girl Horror, the Hack Slash Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Chris. And I'm your co-host, Halloween Girl. And tonight we are starting a brand new series of Hack Slash Comics. Uh, for the next several episodes, we will be doing Hack Slash Resurrection, which is the next series uh, following Son of Sam Hain, if this is the first time you're listening to us. And also, uh, this series marked the uh, return of Hack Slash after being away for a number of years. They hadn't had a Hack Slash comic book for about two or three years at this point, which in comics is kind of a long time. So unlike, you know, Spider-Man, Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, those are published pretty much monthly or bi-monthly, you know, or, or two times a month, excuse me, bi-weekly sometimes. But Hackslash went on a bit of a hiatus and came back for the 25th anniversary of Image Comics, which is hilarious to think about because this is 1992. And do you know what happened in, uh, sorry, this is 2000 and, uh, this is 2022. Do you know what happened in 1992, Halloween Girl? No. Image Comics was formed. Uh-huh. 30 years ago, uh, the comic book company that changed comic books forever was formed. Image Comics was a hugely popular independent comic book company in 1992, launching with characters like Spawn, Youngblood, Savage Dragon, Wildcats, Shadowhawk, and a couple others. Now, for a while, they could do no wrong. It was just flashy, big guns, big pockets, big guns, big arms, big boobs, spandex, violent as all hell, not your daddy's comic book kind of superhero comic books, and all the money for the comic books went right into the pockets of their creators. None of the money went to the company other than some type of deal obviously had to be worked out in order to keep the company afloat. So, um, But uh, all of the founders of Image Comics published their own comic books and left Marvel Comics in a big huff. 
And there's a documentary called The Image Revolution, which is on Amazon Prime. I highly recommend everyone listening to this podcast and you too, Halloween Girl. I highly, highly recommend watching. It talks about the creation of one of the most influential comic book companies of all time. Their rise, their fall, and their rise again to power, which is still maintained to this very day. That's so exciting. <laughs> the, the comic book that helped Image Comics come out of what is called the dark ages of Image Comics, which is the late 90s, early 2000s, was when they brought on a little creator named Robert Kirkman, and he had a comic book which was turned into an Amazon Prime cartoon series called Invincible, but also mm-hmm. a little unknown indie black and white comic book at the time called The Walking Dead. Oh, that just blew my mind. Not just a comic book today, but a global phenomenon. Like, there has not been a comic book that shook the comic book industry, a single-handedly independent book that transformed everything we know about merchandising with comic books, like we did with The Walking Dead when the television show launched in 2010. I mean, that show made money for Image Comics. That is so huge. Yeah. So in 2003, of course, um, you know, Hack Slash uh, one shot, the first one shot of Hack Slash was produced by Tim Seeley, Stefano Caselli. And that also rode that wave of new independent comic books with Image because they were basically breaking out of the, just doing a superhero book into doing all sorts of crazy things. You know, a lot of independent books that have uh, thrived and gone through the industry today, Backslash being one of them. And we're going to talk about the Hackslash Resurrection now. And, <coughs> excuse me, Halloween Girl has the plot synopsis for us. The Hackslash Resurrection issue number one was published on October 25th, 2017. It is written by Timmy Howard, colors by K. Michael Russell, letters by Crank, production by Sondo, edits by Tim Staley. Cover A by Stefano Pacelli. Cover B by Tim Staley and Addison. Cover C and B. Whoa, Halloween girl, you're like your audio is coming in and out. Oh no. Okay, your audio too is coming in and out. Um Okay. All right, start the credits over from the beginning. Okay, start from the beginning? Yes. Okay. All right. The Hack Slash Resurrection issue number one was published on October 25th, 2017. It is written by Timmy Howard, colors by K. Michael Russell, letters by Crank Production by Sandu, edits by Tim Staley, cover A by Stefano Fiscelli, cover B by Tim Staley and Addison Duke, cover C and D by Jim Rudd, cover E by Carl Kirsch, cover F by Marate Michael. We open up St. Cassie making a living as the zombie killer gamer online with her new cat, Dario. She's conflicted about her own life as a bounty hunter. We see her smash some real-life zombies. And we then see a man working at a medical facility in the correctional turning inmates into zombies. Dominique, an old friend of Cassie's mom, wants her to become a counselor at her camp for traumatized children. Cassie is reluctant, but decides to leave with Dario due to zombies visiting them. Cassie arrives at the camp, and we end the story seeing the kids yell, Counselor Hack. Yes. Um, 
you kind of see from the cover of the main cover with Cassie arriving at the camp with a bag and her signature bat and a very 80s style kind of counselor costume. Let's just face it. I haven't been at camp in quite a number of years, but even when I went to camp in the 90s, I don't remember any female counselors wearing an outfit like the way Cassie is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> very, like, beautiful, but yeah, very out there. Um, so I... Uh, she she is like held up in like a bunker um in in a trailer you know talking to the uh, the floating voice um having her flashbacks of you know meeting Vlad well it looks like Vlad but of course it's this like killer um the one thing i got to say about seller he's going to be the artist on the next couple of uh, uh few issues as well as the next mini series as well um, I've tried to have this artist on the show. Unfortunately, he is from out of town and does not speak English. Oh, no. Yeah. So nice guy from Twitter. He can type it, but he said, he said, I can type English, no problem, but he cannot. Um, unfortunately, he doesn't speak English. Oh, no. Yeah. So I tried to have him on the show um, when I knew this was going to be coming up, but uh Anyway, one of the uh, one of the covers for this uh, first issue, Hackslash number one, because it was the 30th anniversary of the 25th anniversary of Image Comics, they did a, um, a Walking Dead homage cover, and it has Kathy holding um, her hand and licking her lips, and it looks like she's in the prison from um, uh, the Walking Dead. Okay, yeah. Do you uh, do you have those covers? You have the trade paperback. Well, have... What are you reading from? The omnibus, the trade paperback? Yeah. Which one? So it's the one where she's kind of like walking, like, and there's like woods and there's trees, kind of like that's the cover I have. Okay. Um, but is this a trade paperback or is this the individual issues? Individual issues. Oh, okay. All right. All right. That's what I was trying to figure out. Um, one of the other covers is by Marit Michaels, and it's got. Vlad with his back to Kathy, him looking like strapping and strong, a brick wall with a bunch of graffiti on it, and Cassie holding like a blade and her signature bat with her fishnet black top and uh, short shorts. She looks beautiful as all hell, and it's a really kick-ass looking image. I really want that cover, too, just because of the way Cassie is drawn is smoking hot. Yeah. Cassie has a cat now, which is kind of funny. Yeah, it's so adorable. No. <laughs> She's got zombies hanging outside the uh, the trailer, too, which is also very funny. I wonder if that's an homage to, again, it being the 25th <coughs> anniversary of Image Comics and the whole, you know, Walking Dead thing. Because in 2012, The Walking Dead was, uh, sorry, in 2000, um, 2017, The Walking Dead was, you know, like as popular as all hell. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was Very big super popular right now. 2017, yeah, Walking Dead had blown up. So I'm wondering if that's what the uh, the images of the zombies are for. Um, it, it's just, it's funny because I never thought we'd get zombies in the, the Hack Flash book, but this time we kind of do. We've had zombie-like characters. Um, Cassie's flashback with uh, Vlad pushing her on the strings and then everything kind of being written backwards and we see the inside of Cassie's body is uh, pretty freaky. Oh, yeah. It's, it kind of almost reminds me of, like, Hellraiser, just a yeah. little bit. <laughs> um, yeah, completely. Um, the doctor that is spying on, that sees Cassie, um, is going to become very important to this whole resurrection story, so it's really important that we pay attention to who he is. Yeah, he, he's he's definitely very interesting and, like, kind of spooky. 
too. He looks really creepy. <laughs> There's a shot on a page where Cassie is putting on her gear. She puts on her hoodie first, and we get a backward shot of her ass. And the way it's drawn is so clunky, I think. As much as I like Seller, 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 Seller's um, artwork in this, sometimes I think he draws a little bit too clunky with some of the characters. And again, this backward shot that we see of Cassie's butt is just, it makes it look huge and ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I was um, like, whoa, those are like, those are my did you catch how old Cassie is, by the way? This is the first time we've had a confirmation about how old she is. Um, no, I did not catch that. 25. Oh, I think she's like 25, 25, right. Yeah. Yes, 25. Cassie shows up to camp. All the kids are happy to see her. They shout out her name. That these uh, This is a camp set up to help kids deal with splashers, too, by the way. Ooh, it's, it's so cool. But also, like, really interesting. Like, it kind of pulls me in um, where I'm like, ooh. What's going to happen next? As they welcome in Cassie, you know, the issue just kind of ends. But we have this, uh, uh, the, the Hack is Back page, which talks a little bit about um, the revival. Tim Seeley was working for DC Comics at the time. So he was doing Nightwing. So that was kind of keep, keeping him very busy. This model who plays Cassie in the back of the issue is incredibly beautiful. She looks just like the way Cass you suspect Cassie to look. Wow. Uh, her name is Kurichan. Kurichan. K-I-R-I-C-H-A-N. She's currently on Instagram. And the photographer for it is uh, Jeff Wicklelife. Um, Tim Seeley puts at the bottom. He used to do this uh, with the first several issues of Hack Splash. He did Horror Movie of the Month. It stains the sands red. Yeah, I am as burned out on zombies as you are, but there's more to this indie than a pretty uh, little lyrical title. One woman and one zombie stuck in the desert in an apocalypse. Also, lots of abandonment issues and gore. Good performances written and directing. Um, so, yeah, Tim would do these tiny little uh, micro mini comic book reviews at the end of the original issues of Hackslash. So he hadn't done one for quite some time. He does them a couple more times here and there, but not all that often. And I wish he would do more of them. Um, the ads in the back of the issue uh, include uh, Tim Seeley's action figure collection, which is a tie into Hackslash. Uh, Bedlands, uh, which is a pretty graphic uh, horror comic. Number one with a bullet. Seems to have a preview at the back of the issue. And then Image Plus, number two, in-depth interviews and a return of Witches. Um, so Witches was Scott Snyder and Jock's um, horror comic book. And there was a bunch of mini comics in the Image Plus uh, magazine that were eventually collected into one volume. So if you never picked up Witches before, I highly recommend it. Scott Snyder was the Batman writer for the Court of Owls storyline. Ooh. So he wrote a pretty terrifying Batman story called the Court of Owls, um, which uh, was really good. Uh, and it was the beginning of the New 52 for um, DC Comics' Batman book. And that's also where Tim Seeley kind of jumped on doing um, Nightwing as well. <coughs> oh, he jumped on for that's Grayson, awesome. and then he jumped on to the Nightwing Rebirth um, book, which was the... DC Rebirth in 2016, 2017. Ooh, so is it spooky? Witches or uh, uh, Court of Owls? Court of Owls. Court of Owls, yes. Court of Owls is actually kind of a very spooky Batman story. There's these villains Ooh. that live beneath Gotham City, and they reveal to Batman they have been controlling all of the problems in Gotham City from behind the scenes all along. Oh, my. And oh, they wanted to recruit... Great. 
They wanted to recruit um, Bruce Wayne into their little organization, but he escaped. Uh, sorry, they wanted to recruit. They want to take out Batman because they had gone to Haley Circus to try and recruit a young orphan, Dick Grayson, after his parents had been killed, but Bruce Wayne had gotten to him instead. Wow. Yes. Um, Camp Indiegogo, by the way, is, as far as I can tell, not real. There's no Camp Indiegogo. Um, <laughs> I tried looking it up, but I couldn't find it. There's Camp Indiegogo Point, so maybe that's the closest we'll come to it. But uh, <laughs> yeah, that's all the time we have here for this issue of Hackslash Resurrection. Uh, you can find us on at Goth Girl Hard, the Hackslash Podcast Twitter, and you can find us on our individual Twitters at Christy SAV. And Halloween Girl F1. And where can they find you on your uh, YouTube? Um, it is Halloween Girl ASMR. And we'll be back in a couple weeks with the Hackslash Resurrection number two here on Goth Girl Horror. Gonna stop tonight Let the villains know That she's looking for a fight